My mic is hot. Spicy. Don't say anything scandalous. Uh oh. Ghost chili. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to think of something scandalous to think, and my mind just went blank. Ghost chili is not scandalous. <laughs> it's scandalous to your colon, girl. <laughs> That's true. Oh, uh, yeah. You are not bottoming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she is closed. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> Oh gosh. Well, this has been a fun intro. Should we get into the podcast? Let's die. I'm gonna dive in. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What is yours? Hi, it's Jamal. Hello, it's Stony. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Magically Gay Podcast. Thanks for coming. Broadcasting you live from Pride. Well, not really, but <laughs> Jamal and Stony went to Pride <laughs> in Indianapolis. <laughs> it's like TFC Pride East. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in our headquarters, yeah. How was Pride, though? What, what, tell us like about your day and maybe your highlights. So it's pretty fun. We started, we got to start Pride off at our usual spot, Ralston's here in Indianapolis on Mass Ave. Um, it's the parade starts like a block up, I believe, and they have like a nice little patio area. You can get Ooh. some drinks, you can stay at the table and watch, or you can finish up and then walk out in front of the um, bar and kind of hang out and get all up in the parade. So we got to do that with um, Nick, Steph, and our friend Woolsey. Were you guys front rail girl? We were pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we basically like had, we got there, I think at like 8 a.m., so we got there pretty early. Well, we did our homework <laughs> because last year we went to get seats and everything was full when we got there at what we thought was opening. So we were told that they opened at eight. So we got there at eight. <laughs> yeah. So we got there at eight and then I think we got set down around like eight thirty or something. Yeah. Because um, they, all the reservations must have gone out the window because people started to like hijack tables. And I was like, no, <laughs> we were here first. So I'm sitting down too. Hell yeah. Yeah. So we had some drinks on the patio and then watched the parade, which was super fun as always. You can tell it's gotten a lot busier, the um, pride events in Indy because the parade was way longer than, um, it has it had been in past years it was a little over two hours when we decided to leave wow i love corporate sponsorship (laughs) right i need to see some enthusiasm with those pride flags waving but no it was fun because um this was nick and stuff and woolsey's first pride so it's nice to have like first pride attendees there and they're from southern indiana so that's an area of the world where the KKK was. Yeah, that. <laughs> and it's not maybe the warmest to our community. So not saying that they are because we know they're woke as F when it comes to Rainbow Road and all of our avenues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is all like education and experience they can take down home. So this is really, I thought that was really cool that they came up and hung out with us. Was there a uh, special guest drag queen in this year's Pride Parade? I didn't spot any in the parade, did you? Well, I don't think there were any like... No Rue Rue queens in the parade, but there were like obviously all the local queens. The local girls were yeah. on various floats. Um, oh, mm-hmm. the Rue girls must be spread thin this year, girl. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's three of them in town. Um, we'll get to that. Um, well, I guess we're already there. 
<laughs> yeah. And we're there. <laughs> well, and I say that because we, you know how we play with the schedule stuff, depending on the weather. Usually it's mm-hmm. hot as fuck at the parade. And then you don't really want to walk down to the park right away just to melt some more. So we did the parade and then we actually came back to the house and grilled out and hung out, refreshed. And then we went back around like six, a couple hours before Lizzo was supposed to take stage. Yeah. So then... I guess like before Lizzo came on, that's where the Rue girls were at. So mm-hmm. I guess who who was it? So it was Blair St. Clair. She came yeah. back. It was yes. her like homecoming. Our local girl. Um, not and, like Beyonce homecoming though, right? No, no not that kind of homecoming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, just, just making sure. <laughs> no. But Blair was actually like really fun. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed watching her. Um, she was a really good performer. I was actually kind of surprised because that's not really what she was known for. <laughs> no. Um, and she was like, really had the crowd. Like you can tell everybody was like super pumped to see Blair and the three numbers she did were really good. And I will be sharing those photos later on our Instagram. Did, uh, did she do some of her original music performances? She did. I forget the name of her song. I It was that like big single that she came out with. I think she opened with that one, if I'm correct. Yeah, the one that she came out with after she was eliminated, I think. The one that Plastique Tierra ripped off the music video for? Yes. I yeah, think. that one, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Which, drama. I, <laughs> I never really listened to Blair's music. I don't know. I would just, all the drag race fatigue with all these girls. I can't watch all their videos and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did like the song. I I think I had heard it before, but I it she really did a good job singing it live. Yeah, nice. she sounded really good. And then um, All Star Four winner Monique Strange was oh there. She was back in town. Yes, and you know she killed it. She had her gold Duh. suit on with her nice pussycat bus driver wig. <laughs> yeah, she definitely. Oh, the typical Monet look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she served it. She, you know, she's always fun. And then Chichi Devane came out. Oh, nice. And I mean, yay, Chichi! But she started talking to us, and we weren't really sure what she was saying. It's very muffly. Uh oh. I don't know. I feel do you bad. think she was really high or something? I don't know. Chi did really bad. <laughs> I think maybe she oh drank God, too much. Oh, God. This is all stars all over again. She was just, <laughs> just kind of up on stage, walking from one end of the stage to the other, giving you like quarter of a Sierra pop here and there. She actually kind of, she was dressed style-wise, kind of like a Dor Delano mm-hmm. dress because she was oh. in um, like denim shorts. She was wearing a Miss Vanjie like, a t-shirt or sweater that was like cut off midriff i think she had her platinum wig on and then yeah platinum wig so shoulder length Mm. she was having her summer look because she knows me hot 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 yeah but they warmed up the stage nice and hot for lizzo who is amazing she was so good live there's eighty thousand people that showed up to see her wow that's a lot of people. It was crazy. And I've been to like my fair share of shows so I could navigate the crowd. And it was like, once we're here, like I'm not moving until we're leaving. So people yeah, are you like, don't want to lose your people. Oh, I know. And people are so annoying. Like they just exit and they're walking in and out of the crowd with fucking food. It's like, will you take your fat ass over there and eat it? <laughs> please and you can be a size zero and be fat if you're trying to shovel a funnel cake through an eighty thousand people crowd you know that's just ridiculous i just don't think that the indie pride was ready for eighty thousand people because (laughs) no 
it was like there were no screens and it was like very hard to like see, especially like I'm not a short person. Like I'm six foot, like almost mm-hmm. like six foot and a half or something. And I was having trouble like seeing. I had to get on yeah, my tippy toes. We were both blocked at one point. And so I felt really bad for anybody that was even just like five five or like next wife is pretty short. And my friend June mm-hmm. showed up too, and she's shorter. So um, Steph was smart and like whipped out her phone and just basically put her phone in the air and was watching Lizzo on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> she made her own big screen, basically. Yeah, basically. But you would Hell think, yeah. I, w- I hope Indy thinks about that moving forward, because they could at least, the budget can allow for a couple big screens, I'm sure. Well, I think the problem is, too, that, like, there was a lot of, like, straight people there, because Lizzo is, like, blown up. Yeah. So, like, people were like, oh, I can just, you know, get Pride tickets for $8 and see Lizzo for 8 bucks. Yep. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what a lot of it was for. So I will point that out because I actually brought that up as an annoyance to Stoney outside of like before tonight. I was like, you know Mm -hmm. what? All those people, it's great that Lizzo is like huge because she's spreading like a great message of body positivity as a um, large African-American woman. She openly calls herself fat and she just owns her body. Like she's turning it all positive the way it should be. So there was a lot of that kind of energy at the show. The drag queens are going on about, you know, brown lives matter, black lives Mm -hmm. matter, trans rights matter. Just throwing out all that education that the straights need to hear. And when I say the straights, I mean, you know, the fake allies. The allies are out there with us. They know what pride is. They're there to celebrate with us. The straights needed to hear all of that. So I was here for all of the preaching on Saturday. <laughs> yes. What was like your favorite song that you got to see Lizzo perform? I just go up for Juice. I like Juice a lot. <laughs> That's a good one. That like gets the people moving their feet. And honestly, like I wasn't familiar with Lizzo until I heard her um, interview on NPR. Like it was all songs considered or something random, or maybe it was sound opinions, one of those music podcasts, but I wasn't familiar with her until her newer stuff. So I just latched onto juice and of course tempo because queen Missy is on it. Yeah. Those I, I thought she was really good. I think my favorites were probably the her like first song on the new album, Because I, I Love, love You. you. Mm-hmm. And then also Soulmate. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, Stoney actually said he didn't really care for Soulmate until he saw it live, which I can really relate to with all kinds of shows I've seen. <laughs> did she play Good As Hell? I'm feeling good as hell. Yeah, she yeah, played she that. Did. That yeah. was towards the end, wasn't it? Yeah, towards the end. That was really good, too. Should have had Cameron Michaels come out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know chi chi could have done it roll. give chi chi yeah, another girl. shot she could have cartwheeled or something out there yeah. monet i mean <laughs> come on wow well that sounds like a real fun time you guys no one died or passed out so that's good no oh one other random tidbit you know we love the show good bones because we think the brother's cute well he walked by us like in the crowd of the eighty thousand. which like, show Good Bones. It's like an HGTV show based in mm. Indy. Cool. But their brother is just like this fun kind of think of like a cuddly Tarzan. Oh, nice. <laughs> but he this stopped must be in... one of those reality shows. <laughs> yeah, we'll sh- we'll send you a picture. But um, he stopped and talked to us when we were just like, "Hey, we love the show," and he like actually stopped and he was really nice. So that was cool. Nice. Wow, that sounds like a a fun little 
cameo you got to see there. Yeah, and it was a long day. So then we got the hell out of there, and Steak and Shake was too packed, so we went our asses home. Oh, no. It was a sign from God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he blocked it. God blocked it. <laughs> then you just went and got slushies instead? No. No. <laughs> Girl, we got our Uber XL and got the hell out of downtown. Oh my gosh. And Lyft surprise surged. That ride home was like $60. And you know, I wrote an angry email before I even got out of the car. I was like, you're taking advantage of pride. This has never happened. I would love to talk to your leadership as a longtime user of of your services. Yeah. It's like we paid $10 to get there and then going home, it was 60, no email. They usually give you a heads up. Yeah. They will um, just probably copy and paste whatever's in their terms of service and send it back in an email to you. So I'm sure they're not ready for me though. Uh Oh, trust girl. I've tried to turn up on uh, Uber and Lyft before. They just do not give a fuck. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. I wish you the best luck. Yeah, girl. (laughs) Find us on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, catch me with them hands, girl. (laughs) Yeah, we also kind of wanted to touch on Vulture's article about the 100 top most influential RuPaul's Drag Race queens. Ooh, bitch. This article is very interesting to see. I'm looking at this (laughs) nice placemat of photos right now on my desktop. It looks like that's what it's missing. It just, maybe that's what it's missing. The nice laminate sheen and a fucking kid's cereal bowl on top of this. Yeah, girl. It looks like 100 disgruntled school teachers. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's just like mug shots. They are. Like it's drag corporate. These are their ID pictures. Yeah, on their uh, little uh, little ID card to get into the uh, into the workroom. I mean, I want to know if the girls knew what the final product was going to be. Like, how did they sell them? We're going to take a dead-on, you know, head-on shot of you, just you and the camera, and we're going to share it with the world. Just imagine that you lost Drag Race again. All right, ready, go. <laughs> Uh, should we give like some background about the vulture like in case people don't really know what it is so seth actually got to like read it i came into this a little like a couple hours before we hit record so um seth do you want to share any of like your thoughts and things you saw in the actual article well yeah they just sort of they ranked the top 20 and then they just sort of listed the rest and then like did the bottom like uh, 80 to 100 or something like that and then so like the top like 20 they got like a pretty like you know they got a couple sentences but then like you get to the middle and it's like jiggly caliente got her name from the pokemon jigglypuff and it's like well thanks for that revelation i didn't even know that <laughs> you know it's like what the fuck yeah it's kind of just like kind of like a quick drag but for journalism they're just like oh what random tidbit can i you know find and put under this photo yeah i think like today we're like recording this on like monday june 10th i guess but today whenever i was on twitter like all the queens were like annoyed when this article came out because the photos that they used are just like super like mug shots showing like all the lines like super 4k hd like it's just not very um, flattering and i saw where like trixie and like uh so it's trixie fifi who else was it like willem there were several queens detox and they were all just like this is trash that they, yeah, because they didn't tell them that they were going to like do the photos like this. See, 
Which I totally understand. I would be pissed too. Yeah. Let me read you Monet Exchange's tweet because I feel like this probably sums up like all of their reactions. Uh, So Monet tweeted... Also, I'm just seeing this goddamn list. Fuck Vulture and their rankings. If you're going to rank, quote, the most powerful drag queens in America, unquote, where are the Sherry Vines, the Jackie Beats, the Coco Perus, Bunny, Peaches? Our successes are birthed on the backs of their pains. Alaska is one of the most successful queens ever. However, she was not on season six. LOL. This is the legendary New York Magazine, bruh. Come on. Yeah. Nice read, Monet, because it's just clear when you peek through, like even as I was scrolling through in the minutes before we started tonight, there's so many misinformation, wrong quotes, just the rankings, what determine the rankings based on what you're serving us in the info. You know, it's just doesn't make sense. It's like it was somebody's little intern project and it was just Mm -hmm. terribly done, terribly wrong. Yeah, it, it. To me, they, it just seems like they didn't spend a whole lot of time actually putting in any thought on the rankings. I mean, it's kind of stupid to even rank them anyway, because first of all, it's only Rue Queens. Everyone knows that these are not the only drag queens that exist. Right. Right. So I don't know. I think it was just very sloppy. Like, you know, the title of the article, it just could have been done so much better. It's definitely a missed opportunity because could you imagine if, um, say, this article was framed how Monet framed it and they had like actual legends, not to say that these girls aren't legendary, but they're the people who came before them. Like imagine if they were sprinkled into this list, um, RuPaul included, um, allies of the, you know, people who help the queens who are very much part of drag, but maybe not the performer. Had they pushed the envelope like this, it'd be a complete 360 of a reaction. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, the drag race audience are very nitpicky and very rabid. So like, if you want to like fuck up, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then then just spend like 10 minutes putting together a 100 ranking of RuPaul Drag Race Queens. Like, girl, we'll be all over you. Like, if you think the hive is bad, just <laughs> wait till the fucking RuPaul's Drag Race fans get on you. Listen, that's true. I think that the Ru girls are way more crazy than the hive. Y'all For s- sure. Y'all say what you want. Y'all are fucking crazy. And that's coming <laughs> from a member of the hive. So, you know, it's bad. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right, you guys. Well, I think that we have had a nice little intro to this podcast. And uh, why don't we go ahead and get into the Honest Tea Spill of the Week? Uh, Honest Tea. All right, you guys. Welcome back to the Honest Tea Spill of the Week. This week, we are continuing our Pride series with a hodgepodge of topics. Mm-hmm. We uh, will be talking about Spirit Airline and, uh, you know, Hell Hath No Fury like a gay scorn. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, that's like definitely Pride uh, aspect. And then we will talk to you about the House of Gaga uh, in detail. We mentioned it in our last podcast, but we'll talk about that. And then we will talk about our Las Vegas experience in general. So why don't we dive in with Jamal? I think he is the most passionate and emboldened uh, (laughs) member of the uh, experienced people that 
you know, had this uh, Spirit Airlines travesty. So why don't oh you go ahead gosh. and take it away, girl? Thank you. I've had time to calm down and I think I can tell this story concisely and clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so let me preface this by saying that I've worked in customer service for over 17 years. I take it very seriously. It's, you know, an actual passion of mine. I still work in customer success and all of its forms. I've worked it. I understand it. So Stoney and I, we go to the airport. What would you say? Like a little after five, we're just trying to get there early. Our flight scheduled to take off at eight 47. So we're like, we'll get there early, go get a drink before they fly. And we'll just chill out. We're supposed to land in Las Vegas at nine 40 Las Vegas time. Uh-oh. <laughs> we get through security just fine. We find a tasty snack and some drinks just fine. We get to the gate and shit hits the fan. So we're Uh-oh. we're just watching the time go by and no one is at this counter. And then we blink. I swear we blink and it's 8.02 p.m. And there's still nobody at the check-in area at all. Like no announcements have been made. The screens still say the flight is on time. Meanwhile, I've checked my um, inbox and I've gotten two updates via email that the flight's going to be delayed. No details except a list Uh-oh. of possibilities. A very broad list of possibilities. <laughs> Uh-oh, you're in danger, girl. Yeah, so while all of this is going on, like everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? So, of course, people are starting to stand in line Um, Because one chick actually does show up, but she's basically being a concierge (laughs) customer service rep to this one guy. Like she has not even made an announcement. People are like confused. People are trying to catch connecting flights and we're not on a plane. There's no plane there. So (laughs) we're just looking for a simple update. Hey, what's going on? So I'm on Twitter talking to the robots and I asked them that flat out. I was like, are (laughs) you a robot or is this a real person? (laughs) And then they didn't respond, and you're like, I got you. <laughs> Long pause, you know, the little bubbles showing their typing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this person was somewhat helpful and tried to offer a $50 voucher, but they got the game fucked up because I went up to the counter just to kind of cut the line a little bit. Sorry, I have manners, I promise, but I just couldn't wait. <laughs> And I said, these two emails say that it's a list of six possible things why the, why the plane is not here. Is there any update? Do we know why the plane's not here? Is it on its way? And she was just kind of very like blah about it. Like she didn't care. And that's just like very disheartening as somebody as being in the experience because you have one job to do as a customer service rep. And that's just to make it as comfortable and easy as possible. Like if something's wrong, just tell the people and we'll understand. Don't dilly dally for hours, which is what basically happened. Ugh. Yeah, so it was just more of that, just up and down. I got on Twitter and blasted them a few times and got some responses. Initially, that's the only way we got a response was through social media. And I was tweeting the Indianapolis airport along with Spirit Airlines because, I mean, nobody was there. But um, eventually we boarded just after midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. So there goes our plans to have drinks at the Palms before we had to go to bed and Rude. switch hotels but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the kicker. 
Here is the kicker, queens. Get ready for Uh-oh. this. Strap in, you guys. It's about to get real. So we've had hours to make new friends on this flight that was on our Spirit Flight 533 on May 27, 2019. <laughs> and I'm boarding the plane, and this very nice woman, a larger black woman with a hair tie. We tie up her hair at night so that shit doesn't get messed up. It's also mm-hmm. for protection. We have to tie her hair up for protection for all you ignorant fucks out there. Okay, so anyway, this fucking gay poodle, I could tell he was a poodle as soon as I turned the corner. <laughs> he had like a something about Mary suicide roll attempt going on on top of his head. Mm-mm. He looked like a dried up raisin. And the other oh, guy no. was younger, kind of cute with just ridiculous bro peacock hair. But you could tell he was just there. He wasn't really engaged. Yeah. I catch the poodle talking shit about my new friend a few people up ahead of me. I didn't catch the full sentence, but I saw where he was looking. And then he audibly said, like an idiot, not cute. And she was in comfortable travel clothes, so you could see her tattoos, but she wasn't wearing anything inappropriate. So my mind is just like, oh, this is because she is black. She's got a head wrap on and you see tattoos. So you're just going to go ahead and place judgment on this woman that your airline has just made wait hours without maybe two updates as to where our fucking plane is. (laughs) I would have read his ass up and down right there, girl. Listen, I was tired. So I looked him dead in his face and I just said, nice. After everything that's taken place tonight, that's very nice. What did he say? He didn't say shit. They just both looked at me and they just had like these awkward closed mouth smiles. And as (laughs) as I walked off, I said, I can't wait to tell everybody about this, you ignorant fucks. (laughs) (laughs) And I tried really hard to get his name, but I think he um, he was probably working the upper part of the plane. I didn't really get an opportunity to see his name tag, but I tried, listeners. Mm. You know I tried. <laughs> he probably hid that shit in his pocket after what happened. Fucking queen. And then he wants to end the goddamn flight by whatever quote they picked this shit from. And he's like, remember, kindness starts with you and me. And I said, where at least the first handful of rows around us could hear. I said, oh, that's rich. Get me off of this plane. (laughs) Get me the fuck out of here. I've been so nice. I need to to leave. Wow. But that was our experience. I was checking in with Stony listeners. I didn't leave him hanging. I kept saying, you know, I'm trying, right? I'm I'm really trying here. He's (laughs) like, I know. (laughs) I know. I mean, spirit, (laughs) spirit does suck. So, I mean... My favorite part of this whole experience was getting on Twitter and just finding all the other people in the world bitching about Spirit Airlines. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure there was a lot of that, girl. Yeah, we made a friend, Anna the Russian, who liked my tweet. She told me my tweet was epic. I was like, thanks, girl. Let's go get a beer. Solidarity. (laughs) (laughs) So are you guys excited to get back on a Spirit Airlines flight soon? Hell no. They can keep that fucking $50. Somebody else can use it. Uh-oh. They lost a customer, y'all. Bye. Maybe we can do a giveaway to our listeners. Uh. A free $50 voucher. <laughs> a voucher for Spirit. How shady. We're like, we're not doing this anymore, listeners. But if you would like to risk your life and time. <laughs> if you like want to go somewhere, but you're not like 100% like sure you actually want to get there, like you can totally win this voucher. <laughs> or if you just don't care about being on time. Just don't like... have a connecting flight. You need to do a one, one and done kind of flight. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> Good idea, Stenny. 
Kyle. All right. Well, I think it's safe to say fuck Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Bye, girl. You have been canceled. The receipts have been read and you're canceled. Yeah. You know who you are if you're listening. You're probably not, but you know who you are. <laughs> yeah. And Stoney's also 86 and you from Club Poodle, so. <laughs> yeah. Don't even try it. Yes, bitch. <laughs> no chance. We only yeah. fly first class in Club Poodle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Girl. <laughs> All right. Well, should we move into the House of Gaga? Yes. Gua, gua, gua. Yes. <laughs> so you guys heard us talk about the House of Gaga a little bit last week. You know, it was very exciting. I think there was definitely an excitement in the air with uh, the House of Gaga being open. Mm-hmm. Like, you could not walk into any casino around the park MGM without hearing Lady Gaga songs playing in the casino. I mean, it was just like Gaga everywhere. Yeah, it was like a Gaga explosion. And we mentioned it previously, but we didn't realize that we were sitting right outside of it. Like, our favorite slot machine it was right there the whole time so it was like when those awkward curtains came down and there's like these beacons of light on three sides of this little store it's like oh my god what's inside it's like a candy jar you just want to reach inside did you like trixie yell when the curtains came down and you knew it was the house of gaga (laughs) well when i saw the sign i did a little dance inside just like ah The tea was correct. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The House of Gaga was so like well designed it was so cool um i guess uh i was listening to uh, race chaser and they uh willem in alaska just went to one of her shows i think they said they went to her piano and jazz show yeah okay but but um she i guess you know willem was in a star is born and mm-hmm. has some sort of relationship with gaga's manager and like he was like really nice i guess and so that's good he like walk them through the house of gaga just like gave them a tour of it has that been um i could be late because i'm still playing catch up on race chaser i know i saw alaska basically jet setting on instagram and she said more to come on hot goss did they post that episode yes girl i listened to it today i don't know if it came out today or or when it came out but i listened to it so it is out okay i need to get caught up on that then yeah i know um well there's the a star is born connection so that works out because it's just like la is the neighbor to vegas <laughs> yeah yeah definitely fun but it's it's so slick looking inside like all of her outfits are just like in these like glass cases but there's like neon lights so it's still like a show Mm -hmm. um i feel like i probably got the worst pictures i think jamal had good strategy because a lot of the the video footage and stuff that is coming out and and that he has is like really good pictures and mine are all just like (laughs) neon blurs and you can't even tell it's like a meat dress and i was like wow i really (laughs) failed you got like some really good close-ups of the like um head pieces and things like in the actual case so we both did our jobs i guess <laughs> between the two of us we yeah. got like one set of great pictures <laughs> so listeners picture like um these glass cases like seth um described but the neon lights are placed in a way so when the light changes it almost for a moment completely encapsulates encapsulates words <laughs> Um, (laughs) it completely covers that outfit in the color. So like the meat dress, for example, as soon as the red light came on, the entire case, including the dress was just kind of washed out in like this red color. And then it just kind of blended and, you know, it changed colors, but it was just very well designed. It didn't look cheap. 
it almost really like elevated the outfits even more, making them what you've imagined them to be. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was just really fun to see because going to Vegas, I wasn't expecting to be able to see something like this, Mm -hmm. but it was, I mean, it's essentially just a museum of the history of Gaga with all of her outfits from basically the beginning of her career to like current mm-hmm. um so it's just really cool to see like the telephone headpiece and then mm-hmm. just like the judas outfit like everything was just there and it just looked amazing in yeah. person her gowns even they had them in displays like um kind of like how a retail store would be like you got your display windows they had all of her met gala looks like recent met gala looks um right outside mm-hmm. of the park theater where she's doing her shows currently they had the cigarette glasses from the telephone video, mm-hmm. which is really cool. <laughs> they had her mechanical dress from the Born This... I think it was Born This Way ball. The, uh, the It's like this white opaque mm-hmm. dress. It might have been the Fame Monster. I forget. But um, yeah, it's just this like really elaborate white dress that like lights up and, and moves, moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some video footage of that. So um, if you haven't seen the video already, go check out our YouTube or you can probably find the link on um. Twitter twitter i'm sure (laughs) yes i think um overall it was of course very cool seeing gaga's outfits but you know i like shiny things so on top of the ceiling Mm -hmm. all those disco balls yeah (laughs) yeah lots of disco balls and i thought that was so cool i didn't even notice but there were like some of her outfits on mannequins like up above and jamal was like seth go look at that and i was like yeah what the heck (laughs) i didn't even see up there i know these security guards like it was hard not to read judgment on their faces. They're just like, look at all of these freaks in here with their cameras. Like, listeners, I walked into the store with my video camera rolling. So as soon as I walked there, I'm like, all right, getting the shots. Excuse yeah. me. Excuse me. <laughs> it's like, look at this weirdo. <laughs> I know. I was having like a like mini like anxiety attack just because I was really excited, of course, to see all this stuff. But there was also like they just kind of like cramp like 30 people in this small like space. And yeah. everyone's like so excited. So everyone's kind of like like running all over. And it's like, ah, oh, just like a flurry of people. And so I was like, oh, my God. Like, so I was mm-hmm. just doing my best to not like have a full blown anxiety attack and just uh, take pictures. And- right. <laughs> and then, of course, we're on the older scale of the millennials so we're not like completely sucked into our devices so we've got that turmoil going on inside too it's like okay we want to share this with the listeners and everybody at home but we also want to like be here and be in the moment so i have all these awkward clips as i was like editing the video where the shot just goes up and down because i'm just trying to like look around And then I just put my phone back up. It's just like one giant clip. <laughs> For sure. It was really cool. She had um, she had one of her like hair bow ties there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the headpiece from the Alejandro music video. Yes. Uh, she had her Joanne hat and hair that she wore on the Joanne tour. The telephone headgear. Of course, they had music videos playing where you checked out. She did have merch for sale and um, donation boxes. Yes. They had leather jackets from each era of Lady Gaga, and they were each, I think, $4,000 a piece. Yeah. Ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah. We, yeah. we did not purchase one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Jamal got a hat, I think. Yeah, I got a simple baseball cap. I like to get hats when I go to shows because I don't need any more t-shirts and I'm getting into hats these days. Yes, girl. Like cut to me and my Lady Gaga Enigma t-shirt and Stoney in his hoodie. <laughs> yes, girl. I love my hoodie. I'm still on my yes. Marie Kondo. Everything I buy needs to be able to fit in the drawer. <laughs> uh, girl, I need all the stuff. I need all the Gaga stuff. <laughs> girl all right well i think we've had a lot of fun talking to you about the house of gaga i am um getting really excited to take a quick break here (laughs) (laughs) and uh why don't you guys uh do what you need to do and meet back here in just a few moments hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks, or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com, and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. (laughs) That's my best Alaska. Yes, girl. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, welcome back. I just wanted to take a quick moment to apologize for our break being a little bit too long. I got lost in a sea of khaki at Straight Pride, and I was having a really hard time just like getting back to my senses. I was choking on an Axe body spray cloud. I was just trying to get some water, y'all. Yeah. And Chumba Wumba tub thumping was playing really loud. Ugh. I should have brought my earplugs. Best yeah, song girl. ever. <laughs> yeah, and I heard a lot of Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I'm glad I'm back in this gay space. Yeah. You're safe. I'm back, you guys. <laughs> I'm in my safe space. No more Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Dragons is actually pretty pro-LGBT, so I'm not going to drag them at all. Like, they oh. actually do a lot of, like, charity work <laughs> for, like, pro-LGBT, like, organizations. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Sorry, girl. I, still, <laughs> I didn't mean to, I, like, deflate your... I still your hate balloon. their music, so... <laughs> that's, that's perfectly <laughs> fine, but... <laughs> um, anyways, so let's move on to our next and final topic, which is Viva Las Vegas. Yes. We did it. We survived. We lived we to survived talk about it. Vegas. What <laughs> was like your favorite like thing that we did? Like or the favorite thing that you saw? So I can go when I go on vacations, I like to either do absolutely nothing. So like just chill on a beach or buy a pool or I like to explore. And this trip was definitely more of like the exploring type of trip, which is, you know, what you want to do in Vegas. I'm not in anybody's pool shape to be at a pool party. So <laughs> yeah, same girl. I was out on the town um i really enjoyed walking through all the hotels i love a theme i think that it's neat that all the hotels have different themes it's all things you hear about i've only ever been in the las vegas airport so this is my first time there but seeing it all in person like the venetian was gorgeous uh paris was cute and kitschy uh the cosmopolitan was very chic very carrie bradshaw i see what they did there (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's like a mix of there's all kinds of food and just things to do like the city is always buzzing i liked being in the weather mostly i like a nice dry heat 
I hate all the heat. So like the first day or two was okay, but last the last day was such a struggle, girl. <laughs> I can understand, but at least you weren't dripping wet. Um, <laughs> it was pretty close. <laughs> what about you, Stony? What was like your favorite things about the trip? It can be like an activity or a place that we saw. Um, I think for me, I think it was. I don't know. I don't want to like say the same answer as Jamal, but I, for me, I just enjoyed like walking around like through the different casinos, like on the strip and just seeing everything because I had never been there either. To me, it was just really cool to like be able to like walk through some of these buildings that like the Paris, uh, I think it was the Par- Paris casino or something. Yeah. The hotel and casino going through there. And just seeing how big the buildings are and how much stuff is in them. It was just really cool. So, yeah. Cool. Well, for me, my favorite activities were um, getting up in the morning and going to get coffee at Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I they really like that. Yeah, they had a cute little car. Um I'll have to post a picture that I can't really, I'm not going to do it justice. So I'll just post a picture of it. But they had a really good cold brew. <laughs> yes. So, um, so I thought that was really fun. Cause it's just like, oh, you get to go up and, um, you know, it, they had all this, like this little store with all these like Italian foods and stuff. So it was kind of fun to go look at that and, you know, sort of feel like I'm back in Italy a little bit in a way. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. I obviously loved going to the Lady Gaga show. It was oh, like really cool to get to go with um with you guys and also elizabeth and um just because you know like gaga is so cool like it was a such a special experience i think to get to see her in that environment and with my like close friends and yeah um, so i really enjoyed that too because i've like sort of reignited my fire like as a little monster you know (laughs) i'm like you know we're all getting a little bit older now but we're all you know Ten, you have to imagine 10 years ago when we were when we were spring chicken yeah, and, right. uh, <laughs> and, and turning up for like all these gaga songs so i know that was cool yeah the gaga show is definitely a highlight i can't really um i keep trying to think like what's my favorite hotel that i saw there and i just can't i still don't have an answer like everything is just so interesting the people watching was also very prime very very (laughs) prime y'all there's all kinds of shit going on and this is all while we're happening like getting our slushies outside yeah (laughs) yes i'd say the slushies are probably not the best choice but they were also a highlight of the trip (laughs) they were a highlight and a low point (laughs) yes yes. yeah it was definitely a low point (laughs) also low point was eating so much uh chicken fingers at like one in the morning (laughs) oh my gosh so fremont street was cool and they had i don't care like it's not because i was drunk and or other things those chicken strips were like so good yeah (laughs) i don't devoured them so fast (laughs) i don't think they were that good though like (laughs) i like them (laughs) they had just the right amount of crispiness it wasn't too thick they were good for me because i like didn't eat dinner (laughs) that night so i was just so hungry and like tipsy at that point i was like oh my god i need something to stabilize myself uh we forgot to mention too about how near fremont street we went to a bar that only played like uh boy band music or whatever odd fellows yeah oh yeah we had the spice girls (laughs) um, music video yeah 
I was talking to uh, one of my friends I met there, and he said at Odd Fellows on Thursday night is gay night. Mm. So Wait. we missed it, but damn, yeah, oh yeah, because we went like Wednesday night, didn't we? Yeah, Thursday night was our gay night with Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, we were with Mother Monster. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Odd Fellows was cool. Yeah, there's a cool little dancing area in the back with a back bar and a big large screen of like all '90s like pop music. Yeah, it was fun to see um, Mariah Carey Heartbreaker playing at our booth. <laughs> And RuPaul cover girl. Yes, and Mama Ru popped up. With the season one queens. <laughs> that was really fun. Also, well, other things didn't... I was going to say, Seth also like gave me a uh, new drink that I enjoy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you still say the name of it? Is it Aperol Spritz? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good job. Still got it. <laughs> they drank that shit on Summer House. Yeah, I don't know if I had too much to drink or I don't know what was going on, but I could not. Like, I wanted to order this drink that Seth got, and Seth was like, it's Aperol <laughs> Spritz. And I just kept repeating to him, like, what's it called? Aperol what's Spritz? Called? Yeah. So, so I finally went up there and I ordered it successfully without screwing up the name. <laughs> yes. I guess they're like a trendy drink now because I feel like I see people drinking them all over the place. I don't know. I didn't know what they were until I was in Italy. It was suggested to us um, by actually one of Jamal's co-workers and she is from Italy and was like, oh, you have to try this Aperol Spritz. Like everyone drinks it there in the summer. Mm -hmm. It's a really good drink. I had a couple myself. Yeah. Real good, girl. Shout out to Nicole. Yes. If she's still listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> I actually get to meet her next week. All the like offices are coming to Indy. Oh my gosh. I'm really jealous, actually. You have to tell her hello from me. <laughs> I will. You have to like, get a picture together or something. That'd be super cool. We'll take cool. a selfie. Yeah. Post it on uh, the podgram. Yes. All right. Well, I mean, is there anything else that you would like to say about Vegas in general? Any parting words in memoriam of our experience there? <laughs> I think it was a much needed vacation this past winter. I don't know what it was. It hit the world pretty hard, but like seasonal depression was real. Definitely <laughs> like put on some LBs I didn't want to put on, but yeah, I'm just like refreshed, motivated. I'm already fully detoxed. I think like we got off the plane and I did not drink until pride. Like I was just like, we're going to just hit the ground running. No more excuses, bitch. <laughs> that was a fun trip but now we are here to get back to work so um i enjoyed seeing you and elizabeth of course um getting to share that experience with you too and yeah i look forward to doing it again in a different city yeah we've been talking about maybe we maybe we have like a little travel group now like to, we'll have to do different trips yeah well you know you has been to every beyonce show i've been to so far so <laughs> we can plan it however it falls <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, if she ever goes on tour, we could, like, pick a city. Like, it doesn't have to be Indy or anything or Chicago and just, like, go visit that city, but also see Beyonce. You know, I'm down. If there's a Beyonce concert, we'll be there. <laughs> I really want to see Beyonce. Like, I've seen her do performances at shows that I've worked at, but, like, I want to, like, similar to Gaga, like, uh -huh. how I'd seen her do performances, but I, I want, like, the full, like, experience. Yes, it'll happen, Queen. <laughs> and you know Beyonce, 
like has a whole show planned out so it's totally different like than just seeing like a one song performance like it's an experience yes yes it is oh my gosh so you have to stay tuned to see if that happens <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this was like our our once a year like meetup the time but like, the year before this i went to indianapolis if you were a long time listener then you knew that but but yeah maybe next year i'll go back to indy if we don't well, find a friend trip well you know it did come up that we're definitely going home to alaska next summer probably for at least a Ooh. week or so so we can stop in seattle on the way up or seth is more than welcome to join us in the last frontier yes that would be fun stay tuned you guys to find out what happens you have to stay subscribed and keep listening yeah just think grizzly bears and tfc pod can you picture it <laughs> well i mean i've been around <laughs> bears before but not that kind Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's TFC and the Wild Girl. Ah, that's much Ooh. better. Twinks, otters, and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our final and sexiest segment trade. Trade. Why did you say it like Mr. Ed? <laughs> I think that was just him saying it like Alaska. Yeah. Oh, she's my the bad. horse queen. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I love explaining my jokes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you pulled a Nina West. No! <laughs> Cut it. Cut it. Trade. Mm. Trade. Oh, trade. Trade. All right, you guys. Well, welcome back to the sexiest segment in all of podcast history. It's the segment that you would probably be embarrassed to listen to in the lobby of your doctor's office because if it's too loud, maybe someone next to you will hear you talking about penis and trade yeah definitely don't play this at thanksgiving dinner or do like if your family's cool yeah yeah if they start talking about straight pride feel free to put us on (laughs) pick one of our more scandalous trades though so you can show them pictures yeah yeah well let's talk about some hot men and really get their blood boiling (laughs) so (laughs) who would like to talk about their trade first i guess i'll go first this week since i've been making stony go the past handful of episodes (laughs) (laughs) um my trade this week is grownish actor trevor jackson Ooh. Yeah, so he's a really fun character on Grownish. He's just kind of like the, um, <sighs> if Spike Lee had a movie out now that was kind of like his old projects, he's like that dude on campus, like Black Lives Matter, this is the movement. He's very that character. Hell yeah, he's woke. Is that yeah, the appropriate term? Super woke. I don't want to, I don't want to fuck it up, but if you watch Grownish, check it out. Um, Grownish, of course, is a spinoff of Blackish, where it follows Zoe, the oldest daughter of that show, with her college experience. So, of course, he was a love interest at one point. He may or may not be again, based on the last Ooh. episode. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, he's very handsome. He also sings. I'm not too familiar with his music. I got familiar with him on the show, but yeah, classic looking dude. Looks like he's fun. I would chop off the rat tail, but that's yeah, his choice. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. Yeah. But you know what I would keep is his nice chest and his abs, because I really like those. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, those are nice. We just give him a nair teeny on that rat tail. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is for your own good cut. <laughs> Bye. He didn't pull it off. Damn. Yeah. No hotep beads. 
<laughs> oh man well that was a good trade pick what about you stoney tell us about your trade so my trade this week uh his instagram handle is johnny wolf that's johnny with one n Ooh. and Ooh. he's from portugal he's an artist and he's a photographer um mm. but i really like his instagram because i feel like his instagram is like a whole vibe because he posts all of his like like his art basically on his instagram so i just really like the shots he's a really good looking guy himself um nice dark hair he does have a cool profile but yeah i just i like his instagram so you should check it out yeah he's very cute also he looks like he would be short, but, you know, that's not a problem, really. <laughs> Fun-sized. He, he, he looks like a pocket gay, if he's gay, I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, he takes really great pictures of different places around the world, and he has nice little toned abs. Not quite as pronounced as uh, Jamal's trade, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does have a lot of... Uh, pictures of different models too like so probably people he shoots right yeah so that's kind of cool too just seeing like some of his he wants shoots. to show you his cakes and his skills yes yes well for my trade obviously it seems like the theme this week is abs <laughs> I feel like not always uh, do my trades have abs, but I have picked a somewhat uh, abnormal trade, I guess, for myself. Uh-huh. I have a nice muscular, super muscular fit dude, and his name is Josh, and uh, I don't really Josh. know a lot about him. <laughs> <laughs> He is an Insta thought for sure. He has an OnlyFans. Catch the link in his bio, girl. Uh oh. Um, but he is a bodybuilder and a model, and he posts lots of hot pics of just like his naked body, even on his public Instagram. So that makes me really interested to see what's on his OnlyFans. I know. Do yeah. I get a free trial? If I use Africa yeah. TFC pod. His bio says 439 sell. So maybe he's yeah, like it's doing on a sale, discount. Uh-oh. 439 is a good price. Where's my That's free trial? That's less than a gallon of gas. <laughs> I'm still looking for the free trial on OnlyFans. Let me know when that Come happens. Come on, girl. You can't even pay for one gallon of his gas money. It's like a Happy Meal. I want a free trial without having to enter in, in any credit card information. <laughs> I'll do it, Seth. I feel like you're asking a lot, but, you know, we can still hold out hope. I'll send you the password. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll share my account with you. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that's my trade, you guys. So peep the links in the bio below if you want to check them out. Um, Thank you guys for coming out to another Pride edition. I feel like we brought to you lots of different topics. You know, we complained about airlines and very gay. And... (laughs) Yeah. We talked to you about House of Gaga, super gay, and we talked <laughs> to you about gay Las Vegas. Well, sort of. I mean, we're all gay, so it counts. So that's our Pride <laughs> episode, part two. <laughs> yes. Um, Thank you all for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe, please, and tell a friend. It helps people find the show. And don't forget to check out our Vegas video. Find the link on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Until next week, you guys. Bye. Bye.